0: Hi, I'm Steve Addison, and you're listening to the Movements Podcast, the podcast for people who want to multiply disciples and churches everywhere. Today, we're visiting Paris, where we'll talk to Bill Campbell about pioneering movements in France.
1: Well, I came in, uh, came into Paris with Greater Europe Mission in uh, early 2011, and we were going to do more uh, traditional missions kind of um, a missional approach, incarnational missional approach, which we did for many years in inner city Philadelphia. Um, and we're going to evangelism, discipleship, you know, church planning stuff, a little bit more on the evangelism and discipleship side. And then in 2012, Jim asked us to attend the T4T training in Dublin. Mm-hmm. And Jeff Sundell was there and, and many others. And it was good. You know, it was, it was you know, very challenging. Um, but there also, Doug Mitz, who's with Greater Europe Mission and Charles Cross, my leader for Gem France, we had lunch and they asked me to consider taking on City Reach Paris. And so City Reach is Greater Europe Mission's approach to seeing CPM and DMM happen in, in the, the, the greatest cities in Europe. And so they asked me to consider taking on being city receded for Paris. And so we we prayed about it and um, we just took a step of faith and said, well, we'll give it a shot. And so that was probably late spring, Mm -hmm. summer 2012. And so then we just started trying to learn more. And so it's been a process, obviously. Obviously it's been a couple of years of just trying to learn, you know, about the father's heart for fields and all that stuff. And so we just try to start putting that into practice you know, right away in 2012.
0: Okay, so um, what did that look like when you started
1: putting it into practice? <laughs> um, well, we were involved with a local French church at the time, and I was an assistant pastor, and I was I had started an evangelism team, and so we just took all the T for T stuff. Everything for us then was just it was just T for T. It was the T for T book and all those tools and everything with Steve Smith and everything. You and Kai. Um, and so we just, I took this little evangelism team we had in this French church, and we, I just started treating it like a T for T group and just started training them, Father's Heart, Four mm-hmm. Fields. So we were getting them out into the streets, and we were just, we started getting after it. And um, we trained them, Father's Heart, Field One, Field Two, especially, some Field Three. And we started seeing fruit. We started seeing people pray. We started seeing believers sharing, you know, breaking the ice with people. In the metro, Muslims in Paris, you know, breaking the ice, sharing testimony, sharing gospel, praying for folks. We started seeing Muslims being touched by the Holy Spirit in, in the metros, uh, crying, weeping. Uh, we've seen pe- pe- seeing people receive Christ right there on the streets. Um, and, you know, but then, like, the follow-up was was tricky. You know, we were in a metro, so people f- were from all over the region, and that, uh, that was probably a little bit of a, of a mistake we made We probably should have focused a little bit more on House of Peace Search because then we kind of know where they live and we can follow up easier. And so we were doing I
0: I think you're being a bit hard on
1: yourself, Bill, because um,
0: this is France and people are coming to Christ. That doesn't happen in France, does
1: it? Yeah, you're not allowed to do this in France.
0: (laughs) Well, and we know it doesn't work. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't work. (laughs) Well, that was amazing. So you, you got out in your naive naivety and just started sharing the gospel, and immediately, right? Um, you saw God at work.
1: Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And I'm very I'm actually understating the things we started seeing there with our team of, of French believers. And so they were used to you know okay, evangelism team means we're going to go hand out tracts at the mm. train station, or we're going to hand out flyers to a concert. Evangelistic concert, quote unquote, yeah. at the church building. You know, yeah. I mean? so I came in and said, "No, we're here. We're going to make disciples." Yeah. And so it was the first paradigm shift that came out of two for two. Can,
0: can yeah. you think of just a memorable
1: experience back in those those early days that capture it? Absolutely. There was a guy. I'm trying to remember his name right now, but we were doing coffee table evangelism. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we got some of that from. Um, Hendricks up in Stockholm, and we're there in the metro and um so you you're providing the coffee absolutely free coffee okay, and then engaging people as as they come absolutely and so because they'll invariably say everything's free, here it is, it's free, you know we love you, and they say, you know who are you and why are you doing this so we would train our people right to get right to testimony, right to gospel mm-hmm. So boom, right? You know, direct filter, gospel filter, gospel is filter in the relationships. So yeah, there was a there was a man. Uh, there was I mean, there's there were several um, Muslim guy came and we started praying for him and he started getting delivered of stuff and was praying and opening his heart and was weeping there uh, right at the right at the table with his daughter and then they started sending the the the, the local church was just nearby. And so they they started attending and started getting involved and we saw several people started attending getting involved you know eventually got baptized and stuff um so he's a muslim but he's french yeah he was north african background okay but very french yeah in in his, his background and so then we did other follow-up with him, and there was a lot of I think a lot of deliverance issues there. I think there was a lot of spiritual warfare stuff going on there. And so it was a battle after that. But we were we were surprised at how much fruit we were getting in fields one and two. Yeah. And then we started realizing the, the field three and four started being really tough for us because two reasons. One, the French church wanted everything to come back to it. Mm. And so all baptism, everything had to, you know, come. Funnel through. It had to be about the, the services, coming to the services, and you know, about baptism classes and, and all that. Pastor had to baptize. Blah 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 blah. And so, eventually, in 2014, we went out under their blessing, yeah, and um, to plant our T for T church here in our town um, called Liberté, which is freedom in French. We started that in 2014.
0: So, you're using some terms, there field field one is is sort of Connecting, going into an unreached field, field two, sharing uh, the gospel. So that's going on now. People are turning and believing, but now you're realizing, well, we've also we're not getting to field three, discipleship, or field four, church formation. Mm-hmm, exactly. So, so this is the background to we're going to go and intentionally. Um, plant a church from the harvest with the blessing of the French church.
1: Absolutely. Yes.
0: Okay. So what, what happened next?
1: um, So September, 2014, we officially started Liberte here in our home in the Southeast side of Paris. Um, Again, with the blessing of our, of our French church, but it wasn't an official church plant of theirs because I wasn't officially a part of their denomination, which was assembly of God. Mm-hmm. They loved us and we had incredible favor there. And, and, um, so pastor, great man of God, he gave us his blessing a younger guy than me, a growing church up to five, 600 at this point, which is incredible for Paris. And so he said, we could, you know, share the vision and take whoever wanted to go with us could go mm-hmm. with us. Hmm. So of about five, six hundred people, we had three people that went up with us, so <laughs> and yeah, only two of those were really fully on board with what we were doing. The other one was like, didn't know what the heck was going on so. <laughs> no, no, she knew what was going on, but she just wasn't fully on board and so we started we started in the home, and um we tried to do everything through the three thirds what's the three thirds? So the three thirds is the tool for field three, which is the way to make disciples. And so it comes out of t for t So it's pastoral care, it's uh, worship, uh, account- loving accountability, vision, uh, getting into the word, new lesson or DBS, and then practicing a tool and setting goals and praying. Okay. So we started doing t for t church. So everything was three thirds, everything was reproduced, you know, with the reproducible DNA and vision. And so we started getting after it. We started, you know, we had some, we had our core team and these were French nationals. We didn't have any other missionaries with us at this mm-hmm.
0: point,
1: which was a blessing too. Mm. Um, the evangelism team that we had started in the previous church that kept going, we raised up the leaders there and they, they kept going, doing their thing. Um, we're still discipling some of them unofficially um, under the table, we would say in America, Um so the first year was, was kind of slow. You know, we were sewing a lot. We were doing a lot of field one. We were using the house a lot. We were using the, we have a, we have a pretty big yard here. We're doing a lot of stuff in the community. We do our neighborhood parties. We're trying not just to, even as we were looking for houses of peace, we were also trying to be a house of peace. Mm-hmm. In the community, for the community, for the kingdom here. To help people have an entry point to taste something of the of the kingdom, and so we would have neighborhood parties. We would find any excuse to have a party, and so you know, going back to school party, you know, at the Campbell's house, um, mm. Easter egg hunt party, you know, um, the fourteenth of July, which is the French Independence Day party, you know, mm. neighborhood party. <laughs> we were doing parties, you know, we were looking for any excuse, and our core team was so well trained on the T for T stuff that they were able to. You know, as, you start talk, as they started talking to other French people, they were able to get to testimony, get to gospel right away and start filtering people. We did English stuff, outreach in the, in the local community, serving the town here. It's a communist-run town uh, out there uh, doing English camp and, and summer programs. And so a lot of field one type just sewing, getting out there, finding excuses to interact with folks. Um, we would always do meals, so whenever we'd have church on Sunday, we'd always have lunch. And so then as we made contacts in the community, we would invite them to lunch. We wouldn't necessarily invite them to the church thing. We would invite them to lunch. And then at lunch there, we would share the gospel more, hmm. share with folks, and then just see if they're interested. And so we had a lot of kind of folks that were interested, and then they would pull back. And then they'd be interested, and then mm-hmm. others and then there'd be other people interested, and then they, they would pull back. And so we saw a lot of that in the first year second year which was just this past year um we started seeing some breakthrough we got a lot of we're starting to get more and more prophetic words from from folks who move into prophetic um we're starting to get some dreams and, and some stuff like that with some of our core people and um and so long story short second year we we saw 20 baptisms this this past year
0: okay and this is sort of around the, the church you're forming that meets in your home.
1: Right. Okay. So it's called Liberté. And so what we did is we joined in with the Baptist Federation, the French Baptist Federation, kind of as a covering. Yeah. You know, and we tried to make it look like regular church for the looking at it from the outside, from the perspective of the French church yeah we tried to have you know set it up and make it look like it's you know regular French church so that as a covering you know as yeah uh, and then, as people got closer and closer to the nucleus of what we were doing, they would catch the vision and see the DNA and see that it was different and so we there were some believers who would who would start to and they come in and once they realized you know how serious we were about father's hard four field and three thirds and reproduction and all you know they would they would go away mm mm-hmm because they wanted to just go and do, do – most of them just wanted to go and do regular church.
0: But so. it sounded like you, you've upped your presence in the community, intentional presence, not just hanging out presence.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it's just a big jump. All of a sudden you've had 20 baptisms in a year. So yeah. <laughs> have you got a memorable story that, that would help us sort of see what it, that whole time was like?
1: Yeah, I think a key stream for us is what we call our Indian stream, and I, and I think that kind of illustrates what's what was happening. And so, one of our core people was a woman named Mimi, and okay, she's still with us. She's my main Timothy. Um, she had a coworker. His name was Agnes, who was whose whose family's from India. She grew up in France, but she's they're Indian. Hmm. They're Tamil uh, from southern India. And so Agnes, through Mimi, Agnes came fully to Christ. Okay, now that was when we were transitioning when we were still with the French church and moving into the church. So she, Agnes, was coming to Christ. Laura was speaking to her both through the church and also through our small group because we were doing t for tea group with Mimi in her house. Okay? She lives in a very in a very uh, highly Muslim, low-income community here in the southeast side of Paris. And so Me, through Mimi, core team, believer, generation zero, were able to get to Agnes, and so she got saved, and she was generation one. Now, because of a variety of reasons, some of them in the life of Agnes, and some because of the way the French church operates, she did not get baptized for a while, and so we were really trying to encourage her in the area of immediate baptism and obedience to what we see in the word. And so that was a process, actually, where for a while where we're we're working through that Mm -hmm. long story short through agnes god started really doing some miraculous things in her life and then through her she had a younger sister named josie ann josie ann was a confessing muslim at the time and she had an incurable thyroid disease but we really hit it off with her we really liked her we liked all of them you know we just had a great relationship and through mimi and her t for t group we were getting into the community and we were meeting these boy relationships. And so Josiane, eventually, we prayed for her. She received healing for her thyroid thing. Mm-hmm. And then she came to Christ. You know, in the meantime, she had gotten some a lot of dreams and, and stuff, and there was a lot going on there. So in October of 2015, when we finally got through to Agnes to, to do the baptism, and again, that was confirmed by miraculous prophetic dreams throughout our network to other people, which is a whole other story. It was a real battle, it was a real spiritual warfare, and there's a lot of reasons for that. But at her baptism, we had already by this time, led Josiane to Christ and her live-in boyfriend at the time, Franklin.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: was also Indian, Tamun, And so they were there. And so when we did Agnes's baptism, I had me and Mimi do, do the baptism. And mostly me and me do it. I was just there just to provide the covering. We were sharing the gospel and everything like that and leaving it open. And we knew that there were people in the crowd. There was a lot of people there who had already received Christ, but they were dragging their feet to be baptized. So we put it out there. We encouraged people. Franklin stands up. And it's crazy because he's very timid. And he's very kind of mm-hmm. back row guy. Ends up, he says, "I'm ready. I want to be baptized." And so we're like, "Whoa!" So we turned to Josie, Josie M. we like, "Well, you got to get baptized with your, you know, with your guy and all this." And, and um, they had, they had just gotten married. They had gotten married that summer after they came to Christ. They got married, and now, um, so we baptized both of them together. Right there on the spot. So I had to go find clothes in my house. for mm-hmm. Frank He's like six, four. So I'm trying to find all my old, uh, extra double, extra large clothes from back in Philly. When we used to wear everything baggy, you know, we all thought we were hip hop rappers and all this stuff. And, and so I had to find all these clothes. And so we baptized both of them. And so I baptized Frank glam, baptized them together at the same time, but we had Agnes baptized Josiane. Okay. So on that day, Agnes got baptized and baptized her first believer on the same day within probably 30 minutes of each other mm. so then through that then we eventually got to so that's generation two and so through franklin then now we're reaching into the oikos this indian oikos and so then we got to fabrice his younger brother so he's the younger brother fabrice but he's like he's six five and in January, we baptized him, We led him to Christ, and we baptized him in our bathroom, in our bathtub here in January of 2016. And now through them now, now that crew, Franklin, Josie, and Fabrice, we've trained them up. We've done Titus one with them. We had them in a group with Agnes for a while, but we moved Agnes out of there. And now they're doing their own house church in a town called Bagneux, which is the south side of Paris. It's 45,000 people at least with no known evangelical witness. Mm. And they're doing reproducible house church there every other weekend. And they're reaching into Muslim oikoses, Indian oikoses, and they're seeing people touched by the Holy Spirit. They're seeing people weeping. They're seeing prophetic word. They're seeing word of knowledge. Uh, They're seeing healings. Um, And they're just just getting started. And so we actually have a leaders meeting tonight. I'll be meeting with them. We're going through stuff. So that's kind of our, our... that's, that's our third generation stream. That we're third on.
0: generation of uh,
1: churches or disciples? No, disciples. Yeah. And so now they're doing uh, second gen house church. Yeah.
0: Okay. So your church in in uh, at the meets at your home um, has has started another new church with new believers.
1: Right. This the harvest right. Unreached town of 45,000. Right. And that's, yeah, that's one of four house churches we have going now besides our own house church.
0: Okay. So there are four churches out there, some of them in others in Paris.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So one's in the center of Paris, and that's led by a gem colleague of ours named Jazz Jones, who's, who's awesome, who's incredible. And so right now that's just some, some believers, uh, a couple other believers we found there. And our team, we have another young lady involved with that, Allison Woodfin, who's also amazing. And so they're just getting started with that. They do a little home group. They do three-thirds, and they're starting to reach into their oikoses and language school and stuff. And so they've had some people come, and they're, they're starting to engage some folks, and they're starting to get some wins there, starting to do some prayer walking, starting to do some engaging in the streets, field one, field two stuff. And so they're starting to get some wins. You know, Jeff Sundell talks a lot about, you know, hitting singles and doubles you know, praying and sharing the gospel, folks. And so they're, they're getting going with that. So that's one of our groups. another group with, with Mimi and Agnes now. They're together in Caite, the southeast side of Paris. And they do a lot of outreach, engaging a lot of folks. And then we have um, and then we have Roma Stream, Roma Gypsy Stream. Okay. From which we've seen about seven baptisms and have seen probably about 10, 12 folks come to the Lord. But that one's in flux right now because we really need a translator because it's from Romanian. Mm-hmm. So for those here in this broadcast, please pray with us that we'll get another translator so we can really get into this harvest because that is a harvest that is very, very abundant. It's just a matter of having the workers and having a translator. We could do we could do tea for tea with them all day, every day for for months at a time. They're, they're there, they're hungry, they're wide open. So that's a whole other stream that we're working on. So...
0: Okay. And so as far as we know, this is um this is very unusual in France. Mm. What sort of um background do the people have?
1: So we have um we have what we call white French for lack of a better term. Yep. We have the Indian French. We have North African, we have uh, we just baptized Khalif, who's a Kabil Algerian. Okay, um, with a Muslim background, no doubt. Well, he has a background, but he's, he's, he's been a believer, a professing believer for a long time. Okay. But his family is confessing Muslim. Yeah. So it's a weird, bizarre, it's a crazy story. But um, So yeah, we just baptized in our bathtub and uh, disciple him, and we're doing three-thirds. And he's really starting to reach out, and he's starting to see some fruit. Um, then we have a lot of black African, so it could be from Congo or Cameroon or other West African countries.
0: And they will be newer immigrants.
1: No, they would be folks that probably came um, to France a couple decades ago. Okay. Or our second gen generation. Okay. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And then we have Antillian. So Mimi is from uh, originally from Martinique, but I mean, she grew up in Paris her whole life. And so she's, she's a French citizen. She's French. Um, So, And then we have Americans, and we got, a, I think, one Canadian, crazy Canadian in there somewhere, so. Okay.
0: But the group would not be unusual in terms of the people who live uh, in
1: Paris? Yeah, no, this would be actually, I think, more representative of of Paris, because, like you said, Paris is so mixed now, and... you know, you have so many second and third generation people now from other, uh, originally from other nationalities, you know, Indian and African and Middle Eastern and, and even Asian. I just did a two-touch training of a Chinese church here in, in a town nearby, and they're starting to reach out and they're seeing some stuff. And, um, and so it's, it's very cosmopolitan, it's very mixed now. So...
0: What are you learning? I mean, this is very unusual, not just in France, but in Europe, uh, to see, um, you know, up to third-generation believers and now second-generation churches forming from the harvest. So what are you learning about uh, what it's taken to get this far? I
1: think first of all is where... Just prayer. You have to up your prayer. Prayer, prayer, prayer. Fasting. You know, so we put that into our system. We fast on Fridays. Uh, liberté. And so getting our people fasting just becomes part of, of life. Fasting and praying. Um, I think with the core folks is the clear vision, being super clear with the vision, Father's heart. And just we we'll keep hammering that in our core, what we call our nucleus. noi so, uh, in French. Vision. What's your vision? Are you clear in your vision? So much other stuff comes, especially as you're trying to do church in in France. So much other stuff comes, and the denominations they want certain things, and then and then this pastor says this, and you know, and Hill Song's doing this, and you know all the, you know, when you're trying to, you know. So anyway, but uh, vision. A lot of prayer. Vision. Um, I think simplicity. I think what a mistake I made in the beginning was. I gave with the four fields. I gave them too much in each field. You know, I, I think I would say, "Hey, you could do this tool, or you could use this tool, or hey, look at this new tool; it's very shiny. Look at this shiny new tool we have. You could do like that." And so for them, it was a little—it was too overwhelming. Yeah. So simplicity of tools. You know, we're doing the whole two tool per field thing now, which is key, and just being clear with your tool, practicing it. I think gospel's filter is key. Train your people just to get to the gospel, who you are, your testimony, and trying to pray for folks.
0: Gospel filter in, in the sense of that helps you identify somebody who's either ready to believe or ready to learn more.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: So you share the gospel upfront
1: and early. Is it always possible without you know being obnoxious or yeah. about it? You know, so. Um, yeah so gospels filter um, sticking to your three-thirds you know your accountability helping your people get through stuckages, you know where they're where they're blocked we have a leaders meeting tonight actually Jeff Sundell's coming in with Angie in a little while really? I'll picking, yeah I'll be picking them up and he's gonna help me in these couple of days and so um, simplicity tools of practice the vision why are we here um, DBS has been a key win, big, key piece for us. Our people getting that in a simple way to self-feed and also to be able to do discovery Bible study with others, whether they're unbelievers or brand new believers or mature believers. Uh, That's been a, that's been a key uh, game changer for us. Putting that into our system, we kind of do three thirds with DBS kind of a mix. Um, I think um, a lot of love, mm. just a lot of love. You know, I find myself asking the Lord, okay, Lord, what's the key for this context? You know, how do I reach these people or what's the key? You know, what am I doing wrong? You know, and I just feel like He's are always telling me, you know, just, just love them.
0: Mm. Can you think of a, an example of how that's worked out in a relationship?
1: Yeah, so we had, uh, well, that's, yeah, I mean, our neighbor across the street, and she's 50 years old. She's been atheist for 50 years. Um, This is another Agnes. This is a different Agnes. This is white French. And um, she's struggling with MS. And it's getting worse and worse. And we would just reach out to her and just spend time with her and sit with her and listen to her. Hmm. And her long time living boyfriend her partner or whatever you know started cheating on her recently and she would come over and have tea and we would listen to her you know um vent in french for 30 40 minutes Mm. and then we would you know and we'd get into the word with her and jesus would meet her and she would close her eyes and pray she would see the face of jesus smiling down on her and and she she came to Christ and got baptized last uh, April, and um, and she's been changed. She's been touched by the love of God. Now she's not out there going door to door with us. She's mm. not mm. sharing the gospel. She's not filtering folks. She's mm. not, not doing practically anything that we've trying to train her on. <laughs> but Jesus loves her through. Like, you. Jesus yeah. loves her, and she right. know it right now. And now in her life, she loves Jesus. Yeah. You know, and she's a babe and, she, you know, mm. she might always be a babe in Christ, yeah. but, you know, it's mm. just, mm. there's lots of stories like that. I mean, just a woman we met doing a house of peace search in June, her weeping, coming to Christ in our living room, getting baptized here in our bathtub and, you know, getting her brand new living, helping her get her apartment cleaned up, helping her get some freedom from drugs and alcohol and some inner healing from her dad killing her mother when she was a little girl and her growing up in the, French foster system being abused and forced to live in a trash can, literally a trash can, and, you know, being put into a child pedophilia network as part of the French foster care system. And, you know, and all the inner healing issues and it's a lot of patience with folks. And that's someone who has since, you know, distanced from us because there's a lot of spiritual warfare going on here. So we get some wins, but we get some, We get some losses too. You know, yeah. Jesus said there's four kinds of soil.
0: Mm. and
1: That's about the percentages that we're seeing, even of the folks sometimes that were baptized, and right yeah. away, if we can get to immediate baptism, we're even seeing, you know, the folks who will actually bear fruit 30, 60, fold. It, you know, it does, it shakes out to about 25%. So, mm. we want to see the kingdom fully come to the Ile de France, which is the greater Paris region, population 13 million people. We want to see the kingdom come here. For us, that would mean simple, reproducible, spirit-filled house churches or churches in, in every neighborhood in this whole region so that the French people or the people who live here can experience God and can experience his kingdom and his his great love for them and be delivered and set free. That's why we call it Liberté. We work through Isaiah 61 as our our ministry uh, to do, value statement, whatever. And um, we want to see the French people set free by the love of God. Mm -hmm. So for us, for Field 1, a Field 1 tool is the miracle question.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Okay, Mm -hmm. so for us, the miracle... What's the miracle question? So for us, the miracle question is: Hi, I'm sorry to bug you, but I just want to tell you that God loves you. He's got an awesome plan for your life. And if He could do a miracle for you in a season of your life right now, you know what would that be? Mm-hmm. And that's a filter question, obviously, but it's a true question. It's an awesome question, honest question, because we're being motivated by love. We want to help people. We want to love them. We want to see them be set free. We want to see them saved so we're trying to love them so we're asking you know let us love you so we train our people right away to use a miracle question and then try to pray for people right there so that they can have an experience of the holy spirit
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. so we actually try to get to prayer praying for someone but to pray for someone in a way that they can experience Mm -hmm. tangible peace uh a touch somehow of god some kind of Maybe a, even a subtle deliverance of, of some stuff. And so we've had we've seen atheists in tears and, and all that stuff. So I think that's where we're trying to have have them help them have an experience with the Holy Spirit. It's kind of the power piece hmm. that we see in the book of Acts. You see, you see power, you see proclamation and power going so much hand in hand. And, you know, the power so much is is about God's love. He's trying to set people mm-hmm. free. He's trying to heal people, mm-hmm. et cetera. And so there's a mix there. So we're trying to get to the prayer experience of the Holy Spirit, because now if you've experienced God's presence through our prayer, now when we share the gospel, it's not just maybe another argument, because the Muslims have their arguments, the atheists yeah. have arguments, the Catholics have their arguments, all this stuff. And so um, miracle question, prayer, into testimony and gospel.
0: Hmm. Hmm. And because I, I hear a lot of people talking about, you know, we'll go and pray for people in the streets, there'll be a miracle. And I say, what happened next? Well, we just entrusted them to God. He'll them he'll, up. <laughs> <laughs> and you're intentional about the gospel, you're intentional about not just your local community, but even in your local community, you keep looking for new houses of peace. Mm -hmm. Because I know in some mistaken incarnational ministry, they forget that Jesus is always on the move, opening up new neighbourhoods, new doors. But there's an intentionality too about forming disciples into um, neighbourhood churches in their world. Um, Mm -hmm. Praise God, there's now four of those churches functioning.
1: Yeah, well that fourth one with the Roma gypsy is a little shaky. Yeah. So that's it's a little bit more like a discipleship point right now, but we when we go and do it, it's it's church. Yeah. We're trying to help them to do it and that's where we're we need prayer. But that's the idea. There's a there's a stream there that that is that is getting there. So yeah, a multiplicity of house churches and neighborhoods.
0: So so Bill, what's What's God put on your heart? Where's What are you trusting him for in this field?
1: We want to see the kingdom fully come to the Ile de France, which is the greater Paris region, population 13 million people. We want to see the kingdom come here. For us, that would mean simple, reproducible, spirit-filled house churches or churches in, in every neighborhood, in this whole region, so that, The French people or the people who live here can experience God and can experience his kingdom and his His great love for them and be delivered and set free. That's why we call it Liberté. We work through Isaiah 61. We want to see the French people set free by the love of God.